0: Now watch me whip kill it Now watch me nay nay Okay Now watch me whip whip watch me nay nay Why me do it Now watch it?
1: me whip kill it watch me nay nay Okay Now watch me whip whip watch me nay nay Can you do it Now me? Why me? Ooh, watch,
0: yeah. me, watch, watch me Oh watch me watch me Ooh watch me watch me Ooh watch me whip watch me nay nay I'm obsessed with that song I'm obsessed with it I'm going to drive people nuts because of how obsessed I am with that song. I don't give a shit. You know what? I don't care. This is the fun thing about music. It just can drive people nuts. <laughs> What's a nanny? That's what my mom's going to be like. What's a, what is a whip? What's a nanny? That doesn't make any sense. What's up, y'all? I'm in your ear. The Sharp Tongue Podcast is in your ear. It's Monday. I probably sound a little bit more put together than my last podcast. I think I've recovered from jet lag. Holy shit. I didn't realize how real jet lag was um, when I got back from Italy. You know, I thought it was a good idea when I booked the trip, you know, because I live in LA now. So traveling has to be prepared. You know, you have to it because of the side of the country I'm on. So I'm on the West coast. So it doesn't always make sense to go to certain places for vacation. So I was thinking I would just fishtail my vacation after the gigs I had in Dayton, Ohio, because I'm already sort of East coast. And then the flight wouldn't be as long from Ohio to Italy. And I didn't really consider the fact that going from Dayton, Ohio to Italy and coming back to LA for two days and then having to go back out To, uh, I was in Virginia Beach this past weekend. Big shout out to everybody. Funny bone of Virginia Beach. So much fun. I'm sorry I had to leave early. I ended up missing the last night there, Sunday night, because I had to do meetings for some projects I'm working on, some TV stuff that I'm doing. So I apologize for anybody who came out to the shows. I wasn't there. I did send a message on social media. But what I'm saying is I didn't plan on how bad the jet lag would be in between those days. My manager, Justin, was like, you should have just went from Italy straight to Virginia Beach. And I was like, no, let me go back to L.A. for a couple days and really just fuck up my life. Let me get back to the West Coast time. And then let me shoot over to the East Coast and get back on that time. (laughs) So I was all out of sorts. Jet lag is real. Um. I feel like I was home in L.A. for a few days in between Italy and Virginia Beach, and I don't even, I don't even remember what I did. I know I did the podcast. I hung out with my BFF, Dom Mirera. I did his show. He's got a show called Breaking Balls once a month at the Laugh Factory on Tuesdays. I think it's once a month, but just check check it out. Breaking Balls with Dom Irera. And it was such a great... It was Tuesday night in between my Italy and Virginia Beach gig last Tuesday, and... I literally, I fell asleep, and then I woke up at 7 o'clock, and I had to be there at 8, and I had a haul ass. I was so – I was, like, in a cloud. I just was in the jet lag cloud. And I get there, and I was so excited because Joey Coco Diaz was on the show. Joe Rogan was on the show. I was. Dom Irera was. Howie Mandel was there, which is pretty dope. Um, You know, obviously, Walk Like a Man was one of my – favorite things from the 90s. I think it was 90s or 80s. And Howie Mandel's just an all-around nice dude. He was there working on his show for JFL. I think he had a, a show at JFL. He was running time for. So it was just it was a fun show, but I was really like crazy out of my mind, which can provide for it can be fun sometimes as a comedian because you almost you your guard is down and you're not thinking as much so you almost tap into another level of your comedic brain because you're not a, you're not overthinking you're just literally you're you're working on a different plane so it was fun it was a lot of fun and and Dom's show is a different type of show because you do your set and then Dom comes on stage with you afterwards and busts your balls literally just bust each other's balls after you do your set so and then I was thinking, because I was so jet lagged, I was thinking, well, let's, I'm just going to hang out later that night after the gig. Maybe I'll make myself real tired. And so I did that. I hung out with Dom and Joe. We went to the improv and I, I that just didn't help. I, I was crazy on Wednesday when I woke up. I, I didn't know what day it was. I did one of those things where I woke up and I thought it was like Monday morning and I needed to be someplace. <laughs> Anybody ever do that when you wake up in the morning and it's like a Saturday, but you think it's Monday and you get up and you get ready? I did the, I, I, I just busted out of bed. I ran around like a chicken with my head cut off and like started to get ready for work and I, I didn't need to be anywhere that early on Wednesday. <laughs> um, but Dayton was a lot of fun. I Thanks everybody who came out and again, apologies, you know, uh, work calls, and you have to answer, because you never know when you're not going to get work, so you just got to keep answering those phone calls. I am, um, I'm going to be at Calusa Casino in Calusa, California this Friday for one night, one night only. Am I saying the town right? Calusa Casino. I'm, I'm, th- I'm definitely saying it right, because I, I, Did rest last night. Yes, Calusa Casino Resort in Calusa, California. This Friday, one night only. I think the show is at like eight o'clock. It's uh, I don't I don't know what the fucking showroom is called. Um, it's called get your ass a Google and figure it out. No, um, it's gonna be a lot of fun. So I think I'm probably just going to be there for one night. I I was going to think about staying for a couple nights, but this is the sort of thing when you come from a gambling family, my father's a gambler. Um, I, I would end up spending all the money that I make on roulette. So I'm going to get the fuck out of there. I'm going to go one night and get the hell out of there and come back to my animals who, uh, Carlin is such a baby right now. Um, he has been a bum all day. I don't think he's depressed. I think my dog gets depressed. Like, he's happy to see me when I get back and then he's just like, "Fuck you, bitch. You've been gone for 2 weeks. You were in Italy. You didn't even bring me any meatballs back, you asshole." And then you're home for 2 days, you act like a crazy person, then you're gone again. In the it's hard to have him Fozzie travels with me when he can, even though Fozzie's like dying so slowly. Oh god, it's driving me nuts. Um, he ended up having a seizure when I was in Dayton, Ohio. It's, it's so great, you know. It's just like, oh, okay. One dog I don't get to see. The other one is just teasing me with slow death situations. But I feel bad because I don't get to see Carlin a lot. But people who tell me they're too busy to have dogs, I get it. But I travel all the damn time and I still figure out how to make it work. So just say that you're incapable of love. <laughs> Instead of saying, you're too busy. When someone tells me they're too busy, I'm like, okay, 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 Mr. President, you're too busy, my asshole. I was on the road 43 weekends last year, and I had a do- two dogs, so don't tell me about being too busy. At least, you know, call it like it is, and you're dead inside. Um, I'm dead inside as well. I just have a small space for animals. I don't have a capacity for human love. <laughs> I do have a capacity for f- fruit fly murder. I, I have a fucking fruit fly epidemic in my kitchen. And I just... I, something so small has never caused me so much anger. I'm like Mr. Miyagi in the kitchen with chopsticks trying to kill these fucking fruit flies. <laughs> and I found this... I googled it. You know, you gotta google everything. I found one way to get rid of them is you um you get a little cup and then saran wrap and you put a hole in it but you fill the cup with apple cider vinegar and then you put the saran wrap over the top and just poke a little hole in it and I'll tell you because of how spiteful I am I've never cleaned the cup out because I like to see I'm a visual learner and I like to see how many fruit flies I've killed and there's probably about a hundred in this cup (laughs) there's about a hundred of them uh, because I refuse to empty it out because I want to let those little fuckers know when they fly by. I'm in mean business. That's right. I got your whole fucking family right in this cup right here. So take that, okay? Take that. I hope you enjoy your apple cider bath, you dick. Now get off of my fucking avocado. <laughs> Oh, man, so much has happened. I got a package today from, I don't know who it's from. It's a perf, someone sent me perfume. I I wish I would know who, there was no note. Um, It's Fracas de Robert Piguet. I've never even heard of this perfume before. F-R-A-C-A-S de Robert Piguet. I mean, it smells okay. I'm not, I'm not crazy about it. I mean, it's not bad. Oh, shit. I just put it on my nose. You know when you sniff something too close? <laughs> oh, fuck. Well, now I better like it because I'm going to smell it for the rest of the fucking night. Who sent me perfume? Like, why are you being so cryptic? And how do you have my address? I'm really, really wondering who sent me this. So whoever did, thank you. Uh, I don't know what I did to deserve this. I, you know, buying someone perfume is a very personal thing. I don't wear perfume. I don't wear deodorant. I think... I, I just don't like to have a lot of chemicals. I don't like to put a lot of chemicals on me. I, you know, I like to save that for my tequila. And even my tequila is mainly, you know, natural shit. So that's why I don't wear a lot of perfume. I wear vanilla oil. I wear, um, the scent of menstruation once a month, (laughs) which I'm going to tell you gets the dudes running from all around the streets. They don't even know that that's what they're running towards, but you know, nature comes with her own perfume and it is called period. I'm sorry. That's the truth. That's what it's all about. Thank you for whoever sent me this perfume. I really want to know why would you send it and not want credit that's so weird unless I got real drunk and bought it but I would I wouldn't even buy myself perfume there's no way I bought this so I'm I'm perplexed I have to be honest I'm very perplexed so I wish someone would tell me who the fuck sent me this I um I have a bunch of coupons here oh god I'm such a nerd who uses coupons I have all these coupons for a grocery store. God, that is so depressing. I have DSW coupons. Fuck you, DSW. You got to stop sending me these $10 off coupons. I'd have no more closet space and I blame you. You guys are enablers. That's like somebody just handing a shot to a to a a drunk being like there's 30 more of these back at the bar. This one's on the house. It's like, "Okay, Well, I'm obviously going to be at the bar soon making horrible decisions. So now I have to go to DSW after this and get my $10 off. See, that's the thing about stuff like that. You're not saving money. Anytime you spend money, you're not saving it. Women were just so easily trapped by the coupons, the fucking coupons. I'm saving 20%. No, you're not, bitch. You're spending 80% is what's happening. You're not even saving 20%. It's just an illusion. It costs whatever it costs. Everything costs whatever it costs. You're not saving anything. I got this for half off. No you didn't. No you didn't. You got it for however much it costed and they made you believe it was half off. That's all it is. That's just called, you know, smart marketing. Smart marketing. <laughs> Oh, man, I like I've got myself out of debt. Thankfully, this career has been, you know, the thing that has allowed me to get out of debt. I have no credit card debt. I'm starting to save money. I've invested some of my money. I want to buy a house. That's my next step. But I'll tell you, I do love a good bargain. I love a good bargain. Oh, my God. My Marshalls. I fucking love Marshalls. I will fuck a Marshalls up. Like when I go and travel, that's the one thing I miss about being on the road with Carly we, when, wherever we would go, we would always go to Marshalls. And she would use that joke. You know, she would open up and be like, Jesse May and I did some sightseeing in your city today. We went to Marshalls. <laughs> I fucking love Marshalls. And I love TJ Maxx. And I love Target. You know, Target with their 5% off. Target is so smart. You are never not going to spend more than what you plan to spend the moment you step foot inside of a fucking Target, they've got you. They've got you more than any dude you've ever dated in your life. They have you wrapped around their little red shopping cart more than any dude's dick ever in your life. Target is that smart with their marketing. Oh, it's the price points that get me. Oh, from $5 to $4.88. You would think that $0.12 cents was $37 saving. It's not. It's just $0.12, cents, but the $0.88, cents, that, that price point makes you think you're saving money. They are so smart. And there's this thing called the, um, I think it's called the red thread or the red ribbon when it comes to shopping, the way a store is set up. there there is There is logic behind the way stores set up their merchandise the moment you walk in the red thread or the red ribbon i forget how, what it's referred to is the line that you walk through a store and they've figured out how to place products to anticipate the way you're gonna walk through a store that's fucking that's that, that's that is evil and it, it is manipulative and every time i go into target i spend thir- like 345 fucking dollars on all sorts of stuff apocalyptic gear you come to my house i i i can't help i i just i, I go through every aisle. i go to the baby aisle i don't have a baby i don't have a baby and now my sister's pregnant i'm screwed now i'm going to have a baby now i have a reason to go into the baby aisle my mom sent you know how how bad, how deep it runs my mom my mom <laughs> she sent she sends me pictures of coupons. She just sent me a picture of coupons from Target. That's how bad it is. She she's so excited about the coupon she had to take a picture, a screenshot of it and, t- and send it to me. And I got so excited. I'm like, "Buy all three of those things. Buy all three of those things. We need those things." <laughs> oh, it's so hard. The struggle is real to not buy stuff. I in, in like clothes it's just everything is like new fresh updated you have to you know get everything has to be updated it's just we don't need all this shit it's too much stuff and I'm thinking about this because I'm thinking about all the money I spent in in Italy I actually didn't go that crazy I bought like a really nice necklace you know I don't own nice jewelry I just you know, it's not my thing. I'm not I'm not into diamonds. I'm not into, like, flossy, glossy shit. I have a couple pieces that are very important to me. I have, like, a ring that my mom gave me that my dad gave her, which is hilarious. She's like, your father gave this to me, so I want you to have it. She's like, fuck dad. No, they have a great relationship, but, you know, it's just funny when your mom gives you jewelry that your dad once bought for her. You, you know, it's kind of painful, but whatever. Cool, I'll wear this. Um, I have that ring. I have a ring that my father bought me when I was eight years old from this place called Beaver Lake in Syracuse, New York, uh, Beaver Lake. I I don't even know if it's still open, but it was just like this little place you would take your kids for the day. And there's like a museum and they had like, all these barrels of hay, and they would do these little shows for kids and have music. Basically, white trash, hillbilly outing for your children. I don't even know if there was a lake or beavers, but he bought me this little turquoise ring. I still have that. That's something I consider valuable. And then I bought myself this necklace. You know, I have this thing with the keys. You know, I have the key tattoo on my wrist. Everybody always asks me about the key tattoo on my wrist. And the key on my wrist is actually... A replica of my house key growing up. In our house, it's not that old of a house, but for some reason, the doors inside of the house all locked with a skeleton key. They all had a skeleton lock in them. And my mom told me, and I remember as a kid, I was obsessed with the key. I used to lock people in the room. I would just mess with the key. She said I would take tools and dig into, like, the lock on the the frame of the door, and I just would fuck everything up. I I just messed with the key all the time. And so I actually have that actual key with me here in L.A. I've carried it with me. And I got it tattooed on me because, you know, it's my house key. (laughs) I'll never lose my house key. So I've always had things with keys and when I was living in New York, this is while I was bartending down in Tribeca, I, um, you know, because I don't own any great jewelry, you know, that's it. That that's I don't I don't even own a pair of diamond ring or diamond earrings. I never owned anything very lavish. You know, we didn't grow up like that. Even my mom, she never wore a ton of jewelry, and all the jewelry she had was like sentimental stuff. My sister, on the other hand, loaded with diamonds. I call her Chris Angel. You can see her from fucking Mars. That bitch is glowing. She is. You look up "bedazzled" in the dictionary. It's her neck, and her earlobes. She wears every piece of jewelry she owns at once. <laughs> Chris Angel, Kate okay, Liberace, calm down. Oh my God, I love her. I love you, Emily. Um, so I have this thing with keys and everything, and I was down in Tribeca before I remember this day it was before I had to go to work I used to bartend the um the happy hour shift at this bar called Puffy's Tavern I've spoke about it if you are in New York please go to Puffy's Tavern my one of my best friends in my whole wide world is Charlie Gariga who runs the bar he's a tall half Spanish half Irish giant leprechaun filled with tattoos um he owns a bar, and him and I used to bartend together. And this is a day before, yeah, one day before I had to go to my happy hour shift, and I had been bartending for a few years at that point. You know, that's what I did in New York to make money while I did stand-up. And I'm sure I've talked about Charlie before on this podcast, uh, but you can never thank somebody enough. But Charlie honestly used to let me take any night of work I needed to take off to do comedy. You know, he he wouldn't... There were times when it would frustrate him, obviously, because I would literally be call him that day and be like, look, I just got this gig. Can I go? And he would let me take every single day that I needed to take off, even if it meant for him to cover my shift. That's like that's just beyond what most friends would do. And beyond what any manager would do, no manager of a bar would do that for their workers. So obviously I'm indebted to him forever and he's a great person, but I, I digress. Um, so this is before I'm going into work this, this particular day. I find this little shitty jewelry shop and I just remember saying to myself, okay, I'm gonna buy something that I can't really afford, but it's just gonna symbolize that one day I'm going to look back and and it's not going to, it's not that it's not going to be worth anything to me as it's not it, like, I just wanted to buy it because I wanted to have that day where I look back and realize I can afford so many more of these today, but it, the, the true value of it is really what matters to me. So I bought this necklace and there's a key on it and it's, I, I wear it every single day. Uh, I, You can probably see it in a lot of the photographs If you look close I wear it every single day And it cost like $240 That day 200 And I was freaking out Like it maxed out my credit card And I remember calling my best friend Natalie Being like holy shit I'm gonna I don't know maybe I should return it I can't believe I spent this much money On one thing I freaked the fuck out and it's just funny because I look back and it's like I can af- that doesn't that won't break me today that amount won't break me today It's not that it doesn't you know I don't respect money or know that that is a lot of money for a lot of people, but it's just nice the symbolism of it outweighs the cost of it so when I went to Italy, I found a necklace that I loved and It was the same thing where I was like, oh, I don't know if I want to spend this much. It's a lot of money. And I just remembered that day that I bought the key necklace thinking the same thing and realizing that everything in life is cyclical and you have to sort of set these little cute goals and challenges for yourself to have these markers along your life to make you respect how far you've come. And however you have to do that, I think it's an important thing cool or at least a, an important way to to live so you don't take for granted what you have so i bought this necklace and you know i freaked out about it i was with Laura she actually told me about the necklace when we were in capri she's like there's this really cute set of earrings and there was like these lightning bolt earrings and the necklace sort of matched those earrings and i walked by and i thought about it after I walked by the shop and she's like you should get it you should get it you deserve it we always say that to ourselves girls I deserve it I deserve it but you know what sometimes you do deserve a little something something for yourself so I bought it and I freaked out and I'm still freaking out over it and uh I'm so happy I bought it but it's just important to sort of set those little goals for yourself to remind you hey look you're doing okay you can work a little bit harder, let's not go so crazy, but look how far you've come. So that's what the lightning bolt symbolizes now. And um, I got a phone call from American Express saying there was a questionable charge on my credit card. And it was for like 800 and something dollars from the UK. And it's not the necklace I bought, because the necklace I bought cost more than that, so somebody... is fucking around with my credit card. And maybe that's who sent me this (laughs) perfume. Maybe the motherfucker who's trying to tap into my credit card was like, here, since I'm, you know, stealing your credit card information, here's a little perfume for you. So I got to figure out who the fuck is fucking around with my credit card. It's it's crazy. People can take your credit card number if you have a certain credit card, if they're in the vicinity with you. That's insane. That's just that's just cray cray. I can't deal with that. So if you did steal my identity, I'm going to come after you.
1: <coughs>
0: I'm sorry. I didn't mean to burp. I'm not going to apologize to you. I'm apologizing to the person who stole my credit card information. No, but if you sent me this perfume, that's a really nice gesture. But you also stole my credit card information. So American Express is coming after your ass. They don't mess around. They called right away. They were like, did you buy this? Were you in the United Kingdom? And I was like, no. But then I had to think, like, was I? Because I don't remember where I was the past few fucking days. Um, So much has happened. So, you know, the whole Caitlyn Jenner thing is happening. And it's, I think it's getting a little blown out of proportion. You know, I do support all of that stuff. Um, I support anybody standing up for people who are looked down upon in society. But, you know, I also think within moderation Uh, you know I I don't think we need to over dramatize the whole situation but you know it's just I guess maybe it's like a Kardashian thing because the Kardashians are everywhere so Caitlyn Jenner is a part of that just as long as you know people are held accountable for stuff that they do because uh, we're focusing on the fact that Bruce Jenner is now Caitlyn Jenner but what about the fact that Bruce Jenner uh, killed somebody in a car accident nobody's talking about that anymore so I hope that whole situation is getting dealt with and we're not just focusing on her dresses now. I hope we're addressing what happened that day and not just her dresses. <laughs> we forget so quick, don't we? We're like, somebody died. Ooh, pretty dress. Um, somebody died. Where'd her dick go? Now she has tits? Oh my God. It's f- fucking crazy. I um, I had a very very interesting conversation. Today's guest is somebody who I don't really know. I didn't really know this person and the circumstances under which we first met were insane. Really, really insane. But but, but before I get into the the guest that I have on today, I just want to say real quick how bad I feel and how sorry I feel for the people who were killed in louisiana there was the man who stood up during a screening of train wreck amy schumer show in a theater in louisiana lafayette louisiana and he shot people he shot and killed two women and injured i think like eight or nine other people and um that's just terrible and i just want to say i hope that those women's family um macy brew macy brew is one her last name is a french last name i believe she was 21 years old and jillian johnson who i think was 33 years old very sad those two died for no reason Uh, i'm not going to say the man's name who shot them because i don't believe in glorifying that and unfortunately that just happens naturally because of media coverage and news coverage and it almost uh, perpetuates situations i think it gets blown out of proportion and these things become you know these criminal acts become glamorized and they almost lose their authenticity i don't know if that's the right word they they lose their their truth and they become almost like a movie and i i just think it starts to spread so i don't i don't want to give any recognition to the person who committed these crimes i'd rather just Say I apologize to the family, and I I feel bad for them, and I, I hope that they can find some sort of peace in the that in such a evil evil act. It's and especially that it just came shy of the anniversary from the shootings in Aurora at, during the Batman movie, and that's where like twelve people died. So. Yeah, I guess we don't have gun control problems in America, right? No, there's no problem there. <laughs> oh, right? No, no, you don't have to worry about the guns. Gun lobbyists are like, no, we should have a right to bear arms. Just maybe these people should learn how to do something without a gun. If you want to go in and be violent, use your fists. Get creative. Learn Taekwondo. Learn Jiu-Jitsu. Try and take somebody down with some jiu And then the thing that's really fucking frustrating is this guy ends up killing himself. If that was your goal, do that. Do that. Just do that. Please, I encourage you to do that. Anybody who's that crazy, I encourage you to just shoot yourself. Don't shoot other people. Don't be a dick. You're getting rid of some good people. Get rid of yourself, you asshole. So that's what I have to say about that. I don't like to get too crazy serious on this, but we have to recognize some things that are happening in the world, and I feel bad about that. I feel bad about Sandra, um, that woman, Sandra Bland, who was killed in jail, killed herself. We don't know anything that's going on there. The world is crazy. We don't have... It's hard to have the real story, but I feel bad for her family, and we could go on and on about all the people that are dying, but I'm not going to do that because I—that's I, just it's too much to talk about. So let's get back on track with the person who I am interviewing. We met under crazy circumstances. He is a stand-up comedian, and he um, was staying with my ex-boyfriend. I don't talk a lot about my personal life, um, but I dated a comedian a few years ago, Giannis Pappas. I don't care. I'll say his name. Um, and we had a rough breakup. We used to have three dogs together, and we had to give one up, but luckily she's with a good family. My other dog, Gilda, was an amazing dog. We had to give her up, and I kept Carlin, and I kept Fozzie Bear. So we went through a crazy breakup, Uh, but the breakup happened, and it happened when, during the time that Giannis was staying with my guests that I'm having on this week, in scotland and it was the first time i ever met him so i met him under the worst circumstances and he thought i was such a bitch because he only got one side of the story um and he realized i was only kind of a bitch i mean it's hard to be the best person when you're going through a breakup that's just what happens that's just you know the the reality of the situation most people in breakups are going to be assholes at some point, so I'm not saying I wasn't an asshole, but I wasn't as much of an asshole as he thought I was, (laughs) which is good to realize, um, so that was a crazy situation, that's the way him and I met, uh, and totally insane, he met me in the middle of a breakup that happened in Edinburgh, Scotland, right under Arthur's seat, I don't know if anybody knows anything about, uh, you know, historic, land, uh, the historic um, sites and places to visit within different countries, but Arthur's Seat is a place in Scotland, and they were staying at a an apartment that had a view of Arthur's Seat, which is this mountain, this um like mountain range, not mountain range, it's just like this weird hill in Scotland, and they were staying there, and I remember just seeing the view of it and realizing, oh my god, I am going through a breakup, and it's so beautiful here. <laughs> look at that. What am I looking at? It's like a, it's, it's like this peak. It's, it's like a, a bunch of hills in Scotland. And at the base of them was this little, um, you know, town that they were staying in. So it was just funny to see this like beautiful hillside out the window, uh, of an apartment while I was breaking up with my boyfriend in Scotland. So uh, without further ado, I introduce you to the interview with Shane. I can't believe that's how we met. It's just, it's crazy. And I, I didn't want to like give it away, but we still talk about some crazy shit together. Um, but Shane Moss is a stand-up comic. He's hilarious. And he actually was dating April Macy at the time, which was funny. Um, So we both were dating comics, um, and he had to witness the breakup, and he had to deal with Giannis's shit after the breakup. And Shane has gone through his own crazy situation. So I hope you guys enjoy this interview with Shane Moss, and um, I'm gonna go eat some uh, cheese while you guys listen to the interview, and I'll be back. Really good. <laughs> can this go down here? Yeah, I can. Oh wow, I have to say this is a first. I feel like <laughs> I am in. This looks like the scene of every crime that's ever been committed in one garage. There's been
2: crimes committed in here, I'm sure. <laughs> I like that we've met twice now <laughs> under the most awkward of circumstances. <laughs> God, how can now you're Yeah, now you're at my flop house. You are—it's my, my temporary f- residence.
0: It is a flop house. Everywhere I look, I find something that makes me think of a horror movie or a. a Crime that happened in America. It's
2: scary and disgusting.
0: And intriguing all in once where you live here. You so you were with four other dudes.
2: Yeah, yeah. I um I moved here. I was supposed to be um getting. I, well, I got out of a relationship. I was living in a nice place in Malibu, and then I was like, "Screw this! I'm out of here." And then I I um one of the roommates we were just like set up through a mutual friend and we we're going to get a place together. He's the guy that uh that like um uh, that like has lived here. Uh, so this it, is his domain. This is his domain. He started this. He started this bad idea. And so so he's like they're tearing my place down so I got to get a new place. And then it got closer and closer. Oh, I like that. Uh, there's an IV pole there. Oh yeah, that, there's that an was IV mine. pole.
1: <laughs> was that, it yours? that was
2: mine actually. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The
0: one thing that you contributed to the backyard <laughs> yeah. and you actually used it. Everything else nobody's used in, in 40 years. Yeah,
2: there's like paint <laughs> cans around and there's paint, uh, there's a green. I like screen. that there's a Guitar Hero guitar. Yeah, Guitar Hero just guitar. Around. Of course, and you then have there's your like dumbbells. lighter fluid. Um, lighter <laughs> fluid that we store in a wood. A big gulp
0: with gross cigarettes in it. An indoor cycle stamina bicycle
2: yeah i have to i have to buy things for to encourage these guys. like i haven't bought them ashtrays yet and they won't oh, do that no, on their own
0: well they're, they're using shoes <laughs> <and> socks. <laughs> they don't understand how porous things work
2: and and then they so so uh we were going to find a place and then he's like oh actually there this construction project is delayed so they're just letting us stay in this house for, like, next to nothing. So if you want to just come and crash here in a bedroom until we have a... Yeah, so for, like, a long time now, they're supposed to be tearing this place. I think, like, since last November, they're supposed to tear it down. And they keep on extending it and extending it. Is
0: there a reason they're Like, are we on radioactive soil?
2: No. You know why they're tearing it down? Because this land is worth... I looked up how much they sold this, this house, property, this property for $700,000 is what they sold this, this
1: for this?
2: For this. Yeah. Is that horrifying or what? what? Yeah. Isn't that crazy? I thought
0: you were going to say $700. <laughs> I was like, wow. Was it a foreclosure? A-
2: and they'll have to like, they'll have to like tear everything down and, and oh, they're gonna scoop everything out the- of here. They're no, they're bloodlines. not gutting. They're they're bulldozing and then putting an apartment building in here.
0: Oh my god! In this little lot. I guess so. Well, I, you could put an apartment building. It's amazing what they can do with space. I just can't get over all of the decorations that you guys have. <laughs>
1: cigarette <laughs> butts <by> everywhere. Decorations? <laughs> you mean cigarette
2: butts? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I need mean cigarette butts It's so embarrassing I'm actually pretty comfortable with it at this point You are? When I first moved in I was like, this is depressing But at, but, at, Well, not to mention I was going through horrific health problems Thus, the, yes. the IV um, <laughs> Oh my Hole and everything And so I was like hooked up to an IV uh, And living and, in this and, house? And, and living in this house I had like professional cleaners come in And get like Years of dude out of the inside (laughs) of the place it was. Years of dude. First off, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I've lived with women for, like, the last, like, 11 or 12 years. i just, like, difference. jumped from one. And now I'm just livin- living in bro Casa.
0: We know how to how to make a home. Yeah, yeah. Most of us. You do. Yeah. And as a woman, if you don't know how to make a home, get your shit together.
2: I've I've never been with a woman that didn't know how to make a home. But you know what I mean? Like, yeah. if,
0: if a girl's a slob, I'm like, you got to get your shit together.
2: Yeah, yeah. This is not cute. I mean, I'm not a clean person, but this is to me, is like, oh, this is disgusting. This is, this is, this is next this level. This is really crazy. I'm, f-
0: I'm positive that there's going to be a person that wakes up under one of these bags of junk and it's, she just was sleeping there.
2: The, uh, the fun game that you could play afterwards <laughs> and then you can in post... Um, <laughs> edit this in is you can go to the doctor and see what you picked up like in your, in your visit <laughs> Yeah, you here. wanted me to sit on that
0: fucking couch next to you and I'm like, you're out of your GD mind. I'm not sitting on that and fucking
2: couch. And now you're couch. on like, uh... Broken chair, watch out! There's yeah, a, there's no, a there's missing, a foot missing from the chair. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, now this
0: is a story all about how my you're the before, uh, the,
2: yeah, yeah, fresh
0: prince before he got to <laughs> uh,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: You're the when the story started.
2: Yeah, all about how yeah, How yeah. that life got
0: turned flip upside down. You're the flip I, up, sli- before the flip upside down.
2: I was. You were texting me about doing this, and I was like. Can I just come to you? No, like, nah, I'm coming to you. See, <laughs> so my place, is, I just have crazy dogs.
0: Yeah. I like this though. Like it's it's interesting to see. Uh, where people are living.
2: You'll get used to it. You know, for, I won't. If get a, used if to a it. room opens up, I'll let you know. I, w-
0: I will never get used There's to it. There's constantly
2: rooms opening up. Too. That's like <laughs> dudes. will just come and live here for like. Do you mean months people leave here? And then, leave. yeah. Why
0: would it, why would you ever? Leave, it's just an old ass Honda on cinder blocks in your driveway. <laughs>
2: That's. It's not on cinder blocks. It actually runs. Oh, okay, but someone runs. is trying to sell that. <laughs> so so here's why I live here. <laughs> I'm on the road constantly. Yes. Um. And so any place that I live is essentially a storage unit anyway. It really is. I am paying $400 a month here. Oh, damn. And it, I love the location. It's a quick Uber to the airport. Yeah, and
0: you're right near all the highways.
2: Right near all the highways. And off-street parking, and I can leave my car here for as long yeah, as you know, I'm just, on the road. Are you it's, saving money? I'm saving so much money, yeah. and I had because of an uh, injury last year where I broke both of my feet. What happened? I, I, uh, told I the story had, had five thousand times off of comedy. Um, I, Tell people what happened to you. I went for a hike with a friend, and he, uh, we were going to go rock climbing that day, and there was a variety of factors that led into the horrible decision making. Oh, God. One was we were going. I was like a very, very good rock climber at the time. I was way into. I went on this crazy fitness kick for like a year.
0: What do you think? Was that when you were? I mean, you've been out in LA for how long?
2: Like three years. So
0: LA definitely has that. It you it gets into your life. Like after I a year, you're like, okay.
2: I had never been, like, I'd never take care of myself right. ever. And were, you, then, were you in New York before? Where, no, where I was in Boston oh, for, in Boston. like, I, six yeah. years, yep. and then I was in Austin, Texas. Yes,
0: I know the Boston connection. And we that. do
2: have to talk about how we first We have met to talk about we first point, We will but, talk about that. <laughs> but, uh, so, it's about as crazy as this garage. Yeah. <laughs> it's... Uh, it's maybe even crazier Heart- than this garage. I don't know if... I think
0: it's... This garage sort it, of personifies... It, re- it
2: really represents... It represents how Just a crazy <laughs> disaster that just shouldn't exist. we were always going to meet. Yeah, next yeah, Next time yeah. I see
0: you, we're both going to be in the hospital.
2: Yeah, yeah. Um, so you so, not- so I was hiking with... A, we, there, there was a fire in Arizona, and we didn't get to go rock climbing where we were going to go. And so he's like, oh, we can go for a quick hike. And I was trying to get my adrenaline fix um, in still and jumping around a little bit too much. I'm a big adrenaline junkie. I used to just do like, yeah, like crazy. uh, Like I've almost died so many times in my life. Let me ask you this question. So
0: I'm going to guess, this is just a guess because I don't know a lot about you. You don't do drugs.
2: I do. Um, I do a lot of psychedelics. Really? Yeah. Wow.
0: So you go. You just go out on both ends. Like you're physically. You want the adrenaline from the physical rush, and then from the psychedelic rush. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I wouldn't have guessed that. Okay. And
2: I've, I used to be a wild, wild, wild alcoholic.
0: Oh that's right. I do know that about you. Yeah, okay. Yeah, see, yeah. I was thinking maybe you were uh, uh the total other end of the spectrum. No,
2: I and I started drinking again a little bit recently, but I'm not like crazy like I used to. Now you can I drink like it? a normal person. I guess so. So far so good.
0: I can't wait to see what happens with this. know. <laughs> 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 well, I was going to get
2: addicted to painkillers. That's oh the thing. God. And I was like, "God, I got to stop these things." Okay, and so you're there. So you- so I'm there. My buddy who um uh, so best shape of my life, so too much confidence. Right. Right. Over a little over um, over uh trying to get my adrenaline fix. Like I, I used to like hang on to cars while rollerblading and stuff at like seventy what? miles an hour and stuff. I used to do the craziest I just don't value life very much. Wow. I used to really not value life, but um <laughs> But so sitting
0: on the couch in this garage, I'm still thinking that you don't value. Like this that. is this is
2: good for my adrenaline rush right now. In this flop sitting... house, I'm
0: still not sure.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not even gonna burn this shirt after. It's <laughs> I'm gonna burn this... my vagina <laughs> after being here. This is. <laughs> it's a lovely place to bring a lady. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you wanna come
0: back to my place? Um, <laughs> you may not leave because your skin's gonna be attached to the wall. Th-
2: this is a, I I'm going to like uh hand out postcard. I'm gonna I'm to take the picture that you sent me and then just uh, different quotes from different ladies. Oh yeah. yeah. I'm gonna burn my vagina <laughs> after leaving Never Shane Moss's back. house.
0: No stars. <laughs> Negative five stars. I'm gonna yelp this place. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Can you do that? Can you yell for residences? That well would this be one's wonderful. gonna be the first fucking one, yeah, I'll tell yeah. you that one. That's so funny. So, um my then my buddy, here's the here's the last factor. He's uh one, he's a crazy person. Not not in an adrenaline way, just literally crazy. And um uh he I was actually going to um Sedona, Arizona to do um ayahuasca. Okay. Um Um, which you usually have to go to like Peru to drink tea with these. Uh, shaman and stuff but i was able to find it's very exclusive it's very difficult to get your hand like i have i do dmt a fair amount which is like uh, it's a lot of fun but they're saying they're
0: they're finding health benefits
2: yeah i mean i think it's wonderful i think it's great um and but it's so hard to find like i have a drug dealer in la that can get me every drug in the world (laughs) except dmt it's so crazy give it time Uh, yeah (laughs) i'm sure there's
0: some in this garage
2: so, <laughs> no, there is, there is no enlightenment <laughs> to be right, found yeah. in this garage. This garage needs enlightenment. You're yeah, right. Yeah, You're right. Yeah. This is
0: before, pre-enlightenment. Yeah, you,
2: you got to take DMT in this garage and then just <laughs> yeah. immediately start cleaning and looking uh, looking at your life. Oh, my God. So, um, so my buddy, he'd, he'd been a fat dude his whole life and he was like 400 pounds or something like that. And then one day he just decided to fast. And he fasted for 40 days. I'm how, not kidding you. How, how he just had water you? and he had coffee with butter in it. Like that bulletproof I, that diet bullshit, thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, it worked for him. He just was like a normal sized person. Really? For the first time in his life. It was like, I, I think he probably almost died too. I would
0: imagine because there's no way that that's good. I mean, I, I understand fasting. It's but that's not a, good. That's not good for your body.
2: And so now all of a sudden he can do things for the first time
0: right. ever. A little more agile.
2: But he didn't have any idea of like how high is. He's never jumped off of anything. Like he's <laughs> barely taken he's barely like gone up steps before. He had no idea he's like what was jumped. too high. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Perspective so, is
0: everything, man. So he
2: had no concept of he had like no how, context of what's happening, and he wanted to jump off this thing. I was like, "That's too high!" And we were arguing about it for a while. Like and off
0: a of what thing?
2: It was like off of a cliff onto another cliff. So and is this is what you
0: do when you rock rock. Cli- oh, this is more hiking.
2: No, this is hiking. Because you guys couldn't rock climb. Rock climbing, you're all tied in. There's ropes. There's. Right. I mean, you can get injured, but I don't even really hear about that. so this is more of like an extreme hiking thing yeah yeah this is because you wanted your adrenaline yeah okay and he was just convinced to go off this thing and i was worried so it was jumping from a cliff onto another cliff Oh shit! and if you missed the landing you'd go off that cliff and then you'd just be dead and i was like what are we doing this like it's so crazy do drugs in a garage Yeah, yeah yeah And uh, not this people. garage, but <laughs> a different garage. That's Damn white safer. people. <laughs> and yeah, it's just just doing dumb white people shit. And
0: <laughs> WPS.
2: Just ayahuasca and hiking. <laughs>
0: shit, extreme hiking. Okay.
2: And um, and I I was like, well, I don't want to watch him die, and I think I have, I certainly have a better chance of of making it down than he does. I'm certainly not going to die. I just might break a heel. I even said that. I was like, I'm at risk of breaking a heel. And then um because of the angle and everything else and then uh ultimately I was just like fuck it. I'm just going and I jumped. I landed. I heard both of my heels break. Oh. Uh, everyone oh, has that same reaction. Oh. Yeah, now now you really have to burn your vagina. Oh, I'm, I'm gonna like, burn everything.
0: <laughs> what is it? What is a heel? I don't even know. I, I I don't understand breaking a heel. Like I can't even picture my heel bone. I've walked on it my whole life. I don't even know what that would feel I, I imagine
2: it hurts. It does. It hurts. Yeah. I mean, there was also like a part of me that never felt better in my entire life, but that was a very small part. That was just like, there's a lot of natural endorphins and stuff. So it was like getting a shot of heroin. There was this weird thing. I was like, "I want to live," which I don't really <laughs> don't, that much. If you're jumping. Like, look at my life. Like, I don't want to yeah. live that much.
1: You're, you
0: know? t- you're literally <laughs> saying, "I'm gonna break something" as you're like midair on your way to the cliff.
2: Yeah, but something about having both of your feet broken, oh, all of a sudden, shit. now I like life more. All of a sudden, how is that? That's that's like how the spoiled is that kid thing? syndrome. Yeah, like yeah. you're
0: like once it's taken away, you're like, "Wait a minute, I want it back." <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah <laughs> right. Exactly. Once
0: it's like the quality gets uh, taken away from you You're like well hold on a minute right so I mean both of your heels yeah you knew it right away they were broken
2: yeah heard them break um, what does and- it sound like well, so you've heard bones break on like TV, but that's like sound going through the air and into the outside of your ear. This is like a break from inside of you. So it sounds more like it's underwater or something. Oh, man. Because
0: um, I would imagine it would just reverberate reverberate off of all of your, yeah, your whole skeleton. Yeah, it just
2: shook right through the like entire skeleton. Like a little skeleton. reverse
0: a lightning bolt from your feet to your it, brain. It,
2: yeah, that's exactly what it felt like, oh, actually. Man. That's a good way of putting it. And um and like,
0: is this because you fell off of it, or is it because the way you landed?
2: Just the way I landed. So um, you just
0: all your weight right on your fucking heels. You're like, I'm going in.
2: So there was like, one thing was I was wearing barefoot running shoes. Oh fuck! And I almost kicked the them off. Ones? No, just no soles on them whatsoever. Okay. It's It's meant to, like, correct your running posture and stuff. Right. like, was on this crazy fitness kick. You build your foot to,
0: muscles and your ankle the, muscles more, all that BS. Yeah, it's,
2: like, it's so you don't heel strike. Right. So you run, like, on your toes. <laughs> oh, and the And I definitely heel struck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. And And then... Um the angle was bad and I thought to myself too I and I, I was like I'm going to have to take all the weight with my The problem was I couldn't tuck and roll because it was onto another cliff so right, I had to just like roll to your death. take all of the um shock with my legs and I was like I'm hoping I'll land on the balls of my feet because I should just kick these off because then I'll, then I'll naturally do that your feet'll naturally do that if you're not wearing shoes Oh
0: man, my stomach just
2: turned. But if you're wearing shoes that are bare even if they're barefoot running shoes it tricks your feet into thinking that you have cushion yeah. and you don't yep. and so you'll land accordingly oh and my that's God. what happened and I was worried about that happening and and it, that's exactly what happened
0: Did man tears come out?
2: No, not then. You know when man tears came out? 8 days later. When you
0: didn't have insurance.
2: <laughs> no, I I did have actually I was worried at the time that I didn't have insurance, but I found out that you I did were have insurance. So lucky. Yeah, yeah um and um the man tears so man tears were eight days later when i took my first shit since being on painkillers that was man tears why
0: why was that painful or were you just so happy because you shat after
2: (laughs) just so happy (laughs) you were Uh, no 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 it was the worst pain i've ever experienced in my life it was like a baseball bat like i passed a baseball bat. Welcome band. to the dating life uh, as a single girl uh, in 2015. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, first date anal, 2015, yeah. everybody.
0: That rolls out the tongue so nicely, first date anal. <laughs> oh, dude, uh, a huge, all backed up. That
2: That's what I'm going to, oh. when, I, when I add this, uh, the picture that you sent me of this garage with me in this garage <laughs> to my um, dating profile, which I've never online dated before. So it's, walk, I don't know if this is the... Just let me know if this is right. Make this your right. profile picture. Yeah, then I'll have the quote from you. I had to burn my vagina after visiting Shane at his house. <laughs> oh my and then God. I'll and then I'll put I'll put on the bottom wanted uh, first date anal. <laughs> I, I'm just looking for first date anal on Look my dirty garage coat. Take couch. a
0: baseball bat up the ass. Yeah. So yeah. you let all this? You were backed up.
2: I was really really backed up oh. I mean they were giving me stuff for constipation but just did nothing it had no effect and and then eight for, days for later a, oh
0: my god eight days That's and you're eating and you you'
2: I was just eat it was just packing together like <laughs> tighter and tighter that you're was like the a foundation other thing of a
0: house in your gut yeah
2: yeah <laughs> usually poo has some sort of malleability to yeah. it but this is like this was like dried up oh my god. like cement. Did you rip your ass? Um, I did. Yeah, it was all bloody. Oh, my yeah, God. My your asshole poor thing. just ripped into your a million like, so pieces. <laughs> your asshole's like, I'm going to hang
0: out as long as I can. Uh, <laughs> You're a poor asshole. And
2: I I was crying on you the were? To- Yeah, I was crying on the toilet and shitting the pain on the toilet. Was so bad. And it was like, like, was I almost. House? I, I had to stay at this friend's house for two weeks, doctor's orders. I didn't even want to... Like, I was going for a quick visit. I didn't even want to hang... Like, I told him I was going to hang out for, like, a few days. And the plan was to be, like, on day two, be like, you know what? I got to head back. That was, like, my plan. And then I ended up breaking my feet and having doctor's orders to stay there for Why? two Cause weeks. Why? you would
0: have had to fly to get out of there?
2: So um, So what happened was my left heel exploded that's my doctor's words Uh, I had my doctor on my podcast I have a science podcast called here we are where I I talk with scientists about usually about like the meanings of life and stuff but I had my surgeon on um, and he was using all these medical terms and stuff and talking about physics and then he's like and then what happened was your heel exploded (laughs) 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 Uh, I had a lot of crazy moments like that. Uh, that like, were, well, that's
0: a scientific word I haven't heard before. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is that in any of your books? Uh, yeah.
2: <laughs> and uh, like, um, so I broke a heel once when I was in high school. I just like heights way too much. Adrenaline yeah. Junkie. So the first time I broke a heel is the first time an, the x-ray tech had ever seen a broken heel in her 20 years of being an x-ray tech. And then this time when I broke both my heels is the first time the x-ray tech had seen a broken heel under 10 years of being there so it's like a hard a, and, thing and to not do Not only
0: broken but exploded
2: and one exploded so it's
0: not an easy bone I, I would imagine like that's what i'm saying when i was trying to picture so don't you dare take off your sock oh my god i'm gonna freak since, out since i mean yeah, you can
2: take it since off. you kidding. already have to burn your vagina that's the oh, scar wow. from
0: your part of your heels missing
2: um what is that part so that's and you can touch it if you want, I'm or just like stick it. your tongue in there. It's like <laughs> the doctor says that's good for it. <laughs> is, that, is this
0: date two? Uh, is wait, this is date, yeah. date two for first date, anal. Second date.
2: i I'm gonna need you to tongue my foothole. I'm uh, I'm gonna need you to tongue my foothold. I will my I tongue. will be on the next season of The Bachelor, by the way. Um I will be caning it around. So <gasps> so You're the still surgery. Swollen? still swollen this was a year ago may 25th Holy this was 14 shit. months ago about and so they cut in here and then up here and then what happened was my foot was was like five times the su- and it just like kept on getting bigger uh. and exploding more and they told me ahead of time it was really complicated surgery and they didn't really want to do it but they there wasn't much of a choice and so so the that corner ripped open and then there was like a little hole there that they were letting heal naturally and then what happened was um and that got infected which of they warned me was probably going to happen yeah. but they were hoping wouldn't and um and then i and it was like misdiagnosed for a while um and then
0: misdiagnosed because <sighs> of the infection
2: they yeah it was like he was like, "Here, take these antibiotics. That'll probably get rid of it, and see if there's still." And like, he did some cultures and stuff, but it was it was the hardware that was infected, and he was taking cultures from like the outside of it. So not like what was right. Uh, why like the swelling was going down? Uh, why why the swelling wasn't going down and stuff? And and then, um, um, then in December I started having fevers. And then they were like, oh, uh, you're in trouble. <laughs> you need to was go like and toxic get... toxic shock or something? Uh, no, it was the infection. I got a bone infection in my foot. Fuck. Then I almost lost my foot. Like, I thought everything was, like, pretty bad. And I, it turns out I had no idea. Because originally I took off three months. I had canceled three months of shows. Which
0: is, as a comedian, that's just heartbreaking. It really it's is. It's detrimental to all aspects of your life. Your and creative, your, your wallet, everything. Yeah. That sets you back.
2: And then in January, I had to get this emergency surgery and that's when, so they took out all the hardware from my foot. So originally, the reason why I couldn't go anywhere, because they did the original surgery and because it had exploded, all they did is they put a plate in and then they screwed in like the bone where they hoped the bone would be like one day when, because it's like, like if you were to take a candy bar and break it in half and then put it. Back together, there'd be like all the crumbs and right. stuff. It, wouldn't, wouldn't, like, be, it, it wouldn't, wouldn't fit adhere. perfectly. yeah And so that was kind of what was going on with my foot. And so they just kind of, so all the bones were just kind of floating there. And so it was just like incredibly unstable. And that's why I couldn't, I wasn't approved to go anywhere for two weeks and just stuck at his house. And you know, and he'd just like gotten into Taekwondo and he's like showing <laughs> me his Taekwondo. And you're moves. like, Taekwondo? Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. thing. But he's showing him to me on his wife. In uh, like their living room, and I'm like, what am I watching right now? It was just the craziest Did two weeks leave? of my entire life, and I was on so <laughs> many drugs. Like, am I hallucinating? Did this? you least
0: bond with him? Are you good friends now? Has anything changed with the friendship? Because I mean,
2: I don't blame him, or I don't hold it against him. What happened? It was ultimately. Right. me ultimately my decision i just saw him a few days ago and i am gonna see him again like next week but you guys are like tight uh, tight uh i i you know uh we're 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 good friends it's just like that was uh
0: just a thing that happened
2: yeah it was just a thing yeah we're we're, we're you know we were never like super close friends That's what I'm saying, anyway like... we met in australia and and so i knew him from there and he just moved here recently and but so to be stuck we didn't on know each other well.
0: you must have felt like you were imposing and you're there and you like so how did and then did his wife's like a you?
2: psychic and stuff and oh, then Jesus. they have to take care of me and then they're like putting fucking cups on me and
1: stuff for what
2: <laughs> have you ever seen the those cups? <laughs> yeah 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 Look, I, I don't gotta, know for what could
0: use your advice before uh, your husband and i went out for a walk
2: yeah yeah exactly um and and then uh, and they're just like trying their new agey magic potions oh, on me and I, stuff. Gwyneth it was Paltrow like,
0: does those cupping. Cu- it's uh, called cupping. Yeah, yeah. Where you're supposed to harness energy and like su- like harness the, the energy.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so crazy. That's where you're like supposed to get the energy out. right? Yeah, you're supposed to look real stupid. Yeah, you
0: you it, look like a like a burnt tortoise. Yeah, like yeah. Like it's yeah. very scaly on the back. when yeah, you get the yeah. cupping things done.
2: Yeah. Um. And and so so then. So that happened, and then, so January, they did the emergency surgery. They pulled out all the hardware, all the bones that were already healed. So that wasn't an issue anymore, but then they drilled out, like, a little bit around the bones where the hardware was, because the hardware infected my bones, and then they cut out just as much of my foot. Like, they cut out as big a hole as they could. There, it was like that. It was like the size of a golf ball.
0: Ooh, ooh, my stomach just churned. Yeah,
2: it was, uh, I couldn't believe that. I was like, oh, how does my foot still work with, like, (laughs) so much missing? Not only did I see it, I had to change the dressing in oh, my own foothole. Oh, I had to like... <laughs> I
1: Can you stop saying foothold? <laughs> yeah, no, I can't. Can you never say foothold again? Uh, I guess. I,
2: oh, I, my God. I, uh, <laughs> I mean, yeah, it was, it was awful. It was the worst thing that's ever happened to me in my and life. And you're still recovering. And, uh, you know, I'm on a cane now. Um, What's the prognosis? seems like we're... Clear of any infection. So that's like the main thing. Cause it was like if the antibiotic, the eight weeks of IV antibiotics didn't work. You'd be up Shits Creek. They would have had to cut my foot off. Which is like, part of me was just like, just fucking cut it off already. You were sick of it? I was so sick of my dumb foot. And it still hurts. It might hurt for the rest of my life. I I might be on a cane for the rest of my life. It's tough to say. It seems like it's getting better. You
0: seem like you're moving better than when I saw you. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Was I still on crutches? You were. Okay. Yeah, 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 at the West Side Theater. That was uh, the tail end of that.
0: It's like two two months ago, three months ago.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Damn, you've ago, had a I'd rough
0: say. couple of years, kid.
2: Yeah, so so you know, uh, life changes. Yeah, yeah. So things shit. are going very well for me, <laughs> and then I broke the both of my feet, and I uh, yeah, I'm on Back the road a now? lot. Yeah, That's yeah. That's gotta
0: yeah. be rough going through the airport and shit.
2: Um, yeah, it was worse when I was on crutches. Yeah, and, then, and especially it, so. The other thing that happened was originally so my um my ex April Macy and I w- were still good friends and everything but we had we broke up like um march or april last year she got out just in time yeah, right right before, in time. right before the yeah, yeah 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 <laughs> and but we were still going to we had a lease we we're going to we we're still friends we yeah. we're going to stay living together for a while and then the plan was I was just going to keep helping out with rent for a while and keep all my crap there and just like spend a few months on the road. I just lined up all right. these gigs and I haven't done that because I've always been in relationships and I got to hurry up and fly back to spend two yeah. or three days I quick and then for Sunday, yeah, yeah, Sunday yeah. dinner. Exactly. And, and I was just like so sick. It's been like 11 years of that. And I was just like, I want just like three months just by myself yeah. on the road. And I still um,
0: haven't been able to
2: No, So, well, so I lined all that up and then i broke my feet and then i still had those gigs and then i'm like in my car trying to do my dream road trip but there's like crutches and i have an infection and i'm on <laughs> painkillers and i'm not like gonna go to the fucking grand canyon and crutch out you know and so <laughs> so yeah it was fucked but i mean i wrote i wrote an album in like two months oh, and, I'm and sure i you and did. i i uh it it came out in may it's called my big break um, <laughs> and uh the cover of it is actually an x-ray of my foot with all the hardware in it and everything that's
1: cool and I um like yeah
2: it's really good it's like it's my best stand up yet and it's isn't that good. funny and,
0: how that works
2: yeah, it is. You know, people always say, like, oh, there's silver linings, all that shit. And it's just, like, so irritating when people say that when it you're suffering. Irritating. But uh, ultimately, there was some... I mean, if I make 100% recovery, I'm fine with it, you know? Yeah. But if I don't, you know, it's not worth my one dumb album that's, like, <laughs> doing okay on iTunes. Yeah, you're
0: not going to be at the end of it, like, well, at least I have the album. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. yeah. At
0: least that, the artwork is cool. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. I'm really proud of the artwork.
2: And... So, um, so so yeah, there there was that, and that, and so that was in January. I got that emergency surgery, and then I had to move in here because like I'm broke and everything. And then I'm like hooked up to IVs and having to change my foot injury oh my three God. times a day. Um, and you had
0: to, you had to dress your own eye, like your your you had to do your own IVs. I had
2: wires permanently in my, oh my God, arm that, that went, went right, right just... to my heart. And then I had to, like, uh. use one hand and, and put put them in. And, uh, like, you're supposed to twist it. And it's, like, so hard why, to do. Why do they, re- uh. they relying? on people is, to be doctors is themselves? so crazy like i was googling what happens if you have bubbles in your IV and stuff isn't like it bad that. for
0: your heart isn't it bad for your heart i
2: guess it's not like the end of the world really i i guess that i guess, that, I guess that you're yeah they are, they do flick it and you know you don't want them in there but uh, apparently like oxygen gets dispersed throughout your brain or your right, blood it, like, vessels it goes, and it's right. like it, it it like goes through your lungs somehow um And it, so anyway, I got, but, but it was freaking me out. I and think so it's I crazy just had you had to do that
0: shit on your own. It,
2: it was so nuts. I mean, I did have a nurse come once a day, but then the two other times a day I had to do it on my own. I mean, I had to like pull this dressing, which looked like a magician scarf trick the first time I saw, like, I couldn't believe how much stuff they had packed in my <laughs> in foot. In the foothold? Yeah, yeah. Oh
0: my God, my stomach just churned again.
2: <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, and then, uh, and then I had to, and I don't talk about my foothold on my own album by the way because well, i'm glad, was too I'm glad sad. it's
0: exclusive here
2: yeah and um, and then i had to like clean out the area in there it was incredibly Ugh. painful and then i'd have to take a q-tip and oh, push god. in gauze oh, with a like around the bone oh. and stuff it was uh i'm having
0: a visceral reaction yeah. to this story
2: i could see my own bones oh
0: god are they really white
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. I have a picture I can show Did, you. No, you I don't want to see the picture. Y- you, you don't want Did, to see the picture. Were you in the, the mood for
0: chicken wings after that?
2: Uh, no, no. I don't think i have chicken wings I've, tonight, uh,
0: uh, you uh,
1: asshole. Uh, uh, I'm never going to have chicken wings
0: again.
2: <laughs> I don't think I've had them since, actually, come <laughs> oh, to think man. of it. Oh, um, what,
0: man. What like, what's the big... I, I'm sure you've been asked this question before, but I'm just curious. Like, What do you think is the biggest change in you since this has happened to you? Or you notice people treat you differently or do you notice women are, like, are women more, like, wanting to talk to you because they feel like you're this little wounded puppy?
2: Um, I think there's maybe a little bit of that, but there's also, um, so... So like one of one of the things that I, it's gave me a lot of interesting things to talk about with scientists on my podcast about like the psychology of pain and a bunch of different other things. And it did was you
0: start the podcast. Did this sort of it spark was, it? My
2: first one was supposed to be the week that I broke my feet. And was that and the so concept? so that delayed science? it for four. Uh, yeah, yeah. I like science. And, um, and so, yeah, it's a lot of evolutionary biology and psychology stuff and some neuroscience and stuff like that. So there's this interesting concept in psychology it's called a negativity bias and, and and there's all these different cognitive biases and I don't know how much you want me to get into it but I'm interested in this shit. So so the idea came from engineering. So if you make a smoke alarm, right. um, you have to assume that's You can't make a perfect smoke alarm that's always just going to go off only when there's a fire and alert you ahead of time and blah, blah, blah. So there's two errors that a smoke alarm can make. One is that it can go off when uh, it's not supposed to. There's just like you you, You burned your hair, you you burned your hair, the smoke alarm goes off and that's real annoying. Right. Right. So that's the cost of that. Um, is that it's annoying. And then the other error is that it cannot go off when there's an actual fire and then people die. So there's a very high cost there. So they intentionally bias smoke alarms to be overly sensitive. Um, to have an overly sensitive interpretation of reality, it's right. not actual reality because you know? of
0: what the risk is.
2: Right. So there's a, b- a million different cognitive biases like this that, uh, like, like men tend to assume that women are more into them than they are because um, <laughs> because their feet are broken. Uh, <laughs> no, I was kidding. <laughs> no, no, because um, uh, just because uh, men um, men's genes benefit more from. Um, uh, from like being confident females have a higher cost involved in pregnancy and men have a higher uh, lower cost involved and and so and so the risk of the risk of a female like having a one night stand and getting pregnant um with some dude she doesn't know as opposed to the risk of a guy. Like a guy can go off, hook up at Mardi Gras or whatever. Lay the seeds out. Lay the seeds, be back at his frat house having yep. fart contests, having no idea that he's actually fun. like an evolutionary success story. Right. You know, meanwhile, she has to carry the thing and everything. So there's the, a, thing? Uh, <laughs> the thing? So meanwhile,
0: she's got to carry the thing around.
2: <laughs> well, that's uh, that's how you refer to it when you get <laughs> one so at Mardi funny. Gras. The thing, you know, whatever. Uh, <laughs> that
0: your niece and nephew know those are the things. <laughs> and then, so...
2: Um and and so there's a million of the so they test it in a variety of ways so like um uh, uh they'll they'll have men and women on speed dates and um and and they'll. And then they'll have random men and women observing them on the date, and they'll ask all the parties afterwards, like, "Do you think that she was into him?" And the female that was there was like, "Ah, oh, he's just being nice." The female watching will be like, "Oh, sh- I think she's just being nice," and both the dudes will be like, "She wanted it." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. and then and then females have the opposite, where they tend to be skeptical of a guy's commitment. Um, they they're biased in that regard. Definitely. And um. Uh, and, and these are—I'm painting with broad brushes. There's a, yeah. individual differences abound, of course, and and so then there's like negativity biases. Like we're we're more scared than we need to be because the cost of like jumping off something and breaking your feet is 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 huge so yours, you know so yours was mine on is off day. i was actually thinking about it like yeah, the and, negativity even, oh, bias you, before before i was like maybe this is just my dumb negativity bias <laughs> but, so i like intellectualized myself into breaking my feet and you intellectualized
0: so that, your instinct yeah which is crazy
2: yeah yeah and so so there's one that's uh, that sparked this conversation which is that um, human beings don't have um didn't understand germs and bacteria and stuff right. uh in our evolutionary past and hunter gatherers so if they just adapted um, any kind of mental mechanisms that made them weary of any kind of defects whatsoever, they were less likely to get contagious diseases, but they didn't understand contagion and so And so they just so they just there's just like a general rule in the head like, oh, that's fucked up. Stay away from it. Right. And so even if you're just temporarily on crutches or whatever, there is a small part of the non-conscious that'll be be like, oh, I don't want to catch that broken foot thing. You're just not consciously aware of it. And so I don't think that's doing me any service. (laughs) Uh, with the ladies i did i did start dating again just recently and like it's been going all right i guess but dating Um,
0: take away the the foot accident that you that happened to you dating is shit regardless yeah 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 yeah, yeah. nothing makes it any better
2: yeah you know what i mean
0: maybe there'll be like a little bit of lapse of time but then it, it just all falls right back into place
2: yeah but trying to date when you have like a vacuum attached to the hole in your foot well, now you're just flirting. <laughs> like,
0: now you're just trying to get in my pants. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: that's a difficult thing. Um, and uh, I mean, it's fine now. But and then and then there are weird things. Like I had, I was here's the thing. I've been getting a, a little bit is I had I was in um, the lovely Myrtle Beach. Oh wow! Recently. Exquisite. Uh, ex- ex- if you <laughs> haven't been
0: there try the caviar Uh,
2: yeah yeah. okay just imagine disneyland but in a trailer park
0: imagine disneyland but with so many more whores
2: yeah 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 whores Um, and neck tattoos and bikers a lot of bikers a lot of bikers and um and i was in a restaurant and this waiter comes over and he's like he didn't i don't think he consciously saw my cane yeah so i was already sitting down he's like He's like, you know, you know who you look like? Is house. I don't know if anyone's ever told you that. He's like, I don't know what it is. I'm like, um, I think it's my cane. Actually, <laughs> Did you say that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah. But I have been, I've been getting house yeah, a few house. times here and there. I totally
0: forgot he was on, he, had, he was like, he had a busted foot or something, right? Yeah. Yeah. He had like yeah. A cr- he was like on a chronic cane. issue. Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah so I've I've been, been that's, I see house. There's worse
0: things to be re- compared yeah, to. Yeah yeah,
2: yeah. yeah. You know, whatever. I would take and
0: house maybe. over like one of the, somebody from like the saved by the bell cast.
2: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I've always been like I'm I'm just like a I think I'm like a particular kind of girl's type because like the <laughs> the range that I get is like sometimes <laughs> usually like old women will be like you look like Brad Pitt and then other girls will be like you look like Napoleon Dynamite. It's like, it's the Those full. just totally Napoleon. Yeah, that's the full spectrum of, of like the most handsome to the most ugly. Napoleon
0: uh, Dynamite looks like the degradation of Brad Pitt.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, uh, so, you know, I'll, I'll take house, whatever. House I, isn't bad. I can, I, I can get around without the cane. Um, it's just my limp is, still fairly significant are you and doing physical therapy i am i mean i'm on the road a lot my insurance only covers it when i'm in california um, oh, god bless america so yeah yeah it's i because I, obviously I did when you're
0: on the road your your ailment doesn't exist in other places Why it's would you so
2: crazy it? like i was in wisconsin and that's when they found out that i had um the bone infection because i i was i was paying out of pocket for my Wisconsin visits, which also shouldn't have been a thing, that,
0: that's that's that to me that like the insane. surgery was covered
2: because it was an emergency. Even though it was out of state, it was an emergency. And so then in Wisconsin, it was like they're like you have a bone infection, you might lose your foot, so you need to schedule a thing in California. I'm like, but isn't that like an emergency? Can't you just yeah, you, do that if, surgery? If, if- and I'm they're like, my foot. no, that's not considered, an uh, insurance company doesn't consider that an emergency because it's something that can wait like a week or something like that. That's a, t- like, that's a tight time. what the time. fuck are you that's talking a really about? a tight time. It was so crazy. And I had to, and I was on the road and I had everything lined up perfectly. Yeah. And I was in Cleveland at the time with my car. Cleveland. And then I had oh, to get my Jesus. car back to... Um, How
0: the fuck did you? Did somebody drive it for uh,
2: you? Back, back to California. No, I drove and I had to get back like in two days. How
0: the fuck did you drive with your feet like that?
2: Uh, my right foot was fine. So so yeah. the one healed up just fine. No problem after like two months, two, three months. It was oh, fine. Shit. Yeah. And, Nature's uh,
0: like, well, just wait, one. Don't you go yeah, running around Yeah.
2: yeah Hold yeah. on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the and,
0: universe is like, you just wait.
2: Yeah, and it's just because the one time when I when I broke the heel uh, the first time in high school, it was just like I just had to walk on my toes on on that one foot for like. You a still month walked on that two. foot. Yeah, yeah. I and mean, it was like it didn't really hurt. It wasn't that big of a deal. Um,
0: is this the worst? Thing that's happened to you?
2: Yeah, yeah, definitely the worst thing that's it, ever happened like to me in my life. Maybe
0: that's it. Like you'll like you've got your thing now.
2: It is. You know, there were the other things. It was like because um, like I I have I have depression yep. a fair amount. Like I I I don't I don't have anxiety. I don't have like uh, a lot of other um, mental a- uh, ailments yeah. that torture a lot of people. Depression's my jam. Depression's
0: though. pretty. I can
2: get way into it. I (laughs) kind of like it. (laughs) You're Um, way into I'm totally into depression. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Like, I can just, like, I'm real comfortable just, like, alone (laughs) in a hotel room on the road. Just, like,
0: that's the essence of a comedian. Yeah. Like, you have to have that. I love it. That's a prerequisite.
2: And so, um, um, oh, what the hell was I talking about?
0: You were talking about, like, um,
2: oh, yeah, yeah. So, so it was nice to have because I, I, all the stuff that i'd been studying like the stress response system and and uh, all these different psychological principles then i had then i w- like went through all this shit so i actually had like a personal Connection story to it, yeah. attor- uh, attach it to so which makes it's hard to tell science jokes and stand up acts but when you're when you can tie them to a personal story it makes it things a lot easier yeah. and that was just nice to have something that was depressing rather than just to be like <laughs> depressed for no reason right. and be like why am i depressed right now my life's great
0: you're like you had uh, an actual uh, thing to attach uh, to the depression yeah I'd be to. like
2: oh why why am i depressed right now oh yeah my feet are <laughs> broken and i can't care for myself and so i'm living in my parents basement in lacrosse <laughs> oh, wisconsin for three months It was a really depressing time
0: i can imagine but like
2: but it was nice to like have like, oh, that's why.
0: You're like, okay, that's we'll put the depression right there. Yeah, it's yeah. nice to be able to have like just something you can it tangible for the depression,
2: yeah, because I've, I mean, kind of kind it. of some of the theories about what depression is for is just to kind of make you sit back and evaluate your strategy once in a while. And yeah. like monkeys all show signs of depression after they lose a fight because it's a whole lot better than just running back in and getting your ass kicked yep. over and over you again. You think of like, yeah, maybe I'll bring some friends into that fight next time, stuff like that. And so, and we live in a world where there's a million different directions you can go with your life. So depression is just going to come in once in a while and be like, "Hey, yeah, are you on the it. right path?" Yeah. And and so it's always just kind of like a if people think it's like a symptom of a problem. It might not necessarily be. It's, it might be just a part of you that's checking around, making sure that there's not a problem. Yeah, it might be back. just
0: a, a simpler
2: because it makes you inter- introspective, and you start thinking about your life, and start thinking about like the past choices that you have made, yeah. and what your future is looking like. And that's not all. It can be depressing. It can feel bad, but it's not always the worst thing in the world for you. But if you can get out of it. It can, yeah. If it you, can consume you. It can consume but you. But I think
0: like the, the, when you're consumed by it, then that's some sort of, um, There's a like big a difference between thing. chronic
2: depression and just exactly. uh, a, a little bit of depression here right. and there. Right, because there's
0: there's a balance. So the brain is huge and vast and there's yeah. all these different catacombs and things are being fired off all the time for different yeah, yeah. reasons. So there's balance there, but.
2: Right, right. I, I mean, like people think we're just like built for happiness or something like yeah, that, and but like, that's not what like uh, you're supposed to have like fear doesn't feel good either but it's meant to like keep fear. you from jumping off things that are too high yeah and fear everything. might be the most important had thing had I ever. had more fear <laughs> <laughs> no
0: fear did you have that shirt
1: on that day uh, yeah i did no I had, fear
2: it's uh i know I'm, i know i'm wearing this but most of the time you that look you great see me, you I'm, got your lavender I'm shirt your shoes like, yeah i now <laughs> i'm like out of shape and haven't like done anything in well over a year yeah and well you, you like, did
0: something you broke your fucking feet so yeah, that's yeah, you know yeah. don't get a, bend yourself out of shape <laughs> don't bend yourself out of shape yeah. anymore
2: yeah I know. i know i
0: mean i was thinking about this today like so many people focus on what they look like. It's all about what people look, especially out here in LA. It's all about what you look like.
2: Yeah, yeah. you know, it's it's funny that's like, I, I mean, I think about that even with this place because for me,
0: this house that we're here. This with is ship? very
2: temporary. It's one day we're just going to get a notice that says get out in two months. Oh, you really
0: mean this house? Yeah, yeah. Of oh, this exact actual, actual this place. A, this okay. actual
2: place. One day it's going to it's going to. We're going to get a notice, and we're going to be gone in two months. In the meantime, it's- I'm on the road. I'm saving a ton of money. My room's clean. Uh, Your room yeah, is yeah. the only clean room. <laughs> and, um, and, and so, um, but... So, like, I'm fine with it, and then and then it's like, you know, I start dating again, and then I try to, like, oh, I can't bring a, a woman never back br- here. N- promise and me
0: you'll never bring a woman. Have yeah, you brought yeah. a girl back here?
2: No, I have not. You're a gentleman. Yeah, I, I Only am.
0: gentlemen would keep a woman away from this place.
2: Yeah, yeah, I, I At really least now am. I know
0: where we stand, because, no, you were like, don't you dare.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I, I tried to convince you. I tried <laughs> I, to shield I'm you. I'm so
0: glad that I saw this place, though. I really am, because I can't wait to see, like, when you buy a house or something one day. And I come over there, I'm like, you remember that
1: shit uh, while we,
2: garage we Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, you know, it's just, uh, f- you know, five months off the road and everything and, in a year just crushed me. That would me.
0: stress me it out. It was bad. I'm gone for a weekend. I'd, I had last weekend off. I'm like, okay, I, let's I go back on the road. One weekend off. I'm like, I, I don't know what you did with fucking five, six months.
2: Yeah, yeah. Ay, Dios
0: mio. I would, like, go crazy. But, you know, it's. You just have to. You have to go with the flow. You have to just deal with the the cards that you
2: dealt yeah, yourself because yeah, yeah, you jumped off a fucking I know, cliff. know, I'm an idiot. That's the thing. It's like you got to be it, like every day. I'd wake up and be like god you're so fucking dumb (laughs) for the first two weeks i had nightmares about it where i'd be jumping off the cliff like over and over again i'd wake up like kicking my feet
0: oh
1: fuck which
2: i wasn't supposed to do because my foot was incredibly unstable of course um but i first off i have all the time in the world but i do want to make sure before this is all said and done that we let oh no we we should talk yeah
0: we should talk about
2: this yeah
0: because yeah we're at 50 minutes so let's tell us <laughs> of how you and I met
2: so <laughs> I should
0: tell it you're you're, you're we'll, well I'll chime in but you can kick it off
2: yeah and I'm so happy that <laughs> I've gotten to like meet you again and now we've had like an actual conversation yeah. because like that's actually why I listened to your podcast because I don't I don't listen to podcasts really yeah. and then I saw you and then I was like I have a very <laughs> unfair perception of the sure seemingly do. sweet girl. I can't even um, imagine the
0: impression you have. But I want to hear about the impression uh, that you have. Uh, um, you got the other end of it.
2: Yeah, I got the other end of it. You got so
0: the, at the end of a relationship, you got. So, so it's all the worst
2: yeah bullshit yeah yeah and all yeah. that stuff mixed in yeah 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 so I'm in uh I'm in Edinburgh.
0: Edinburgh. Uh, Edinburgh that's in Scotland
2: in Scotland there's this month-long festival that um if you're a comedian listening to this please don't ever do it
0: yeah it's, it's legendary um, but also uh it's uh it's painstakingly
2: it's grueling there's grueling. there's um there's a little over 3,000 shows um it going on every day in this city and the, the average huge. attendance to a given show is i believe five people yes um and so and there's some shows with like a thousand people in there yeah so there's a lot of shows <laughs> that with are doing one great. people <laughs> <laughs> and they're at 11 a.m or
0: 1 p.m they're not all at night
2: yeah yeah, so yeah. they're all oh all yeah all day long oh it's like it would be like, oh, what show, what show, I remember Matt Kirshen, um stayed after, um, and, and Matt Kirshen was like, what show are you doing today? And I'm like, oh, I got I got some show in a bus. And he goes, oh, which one? Because there's multiple shows in buses going on. It was just so unnecessary. Where I was was in a parking garage. They turned it into a co- like and I rented a car there and I couldn't find parking anywhere. It's like this festival doesn't need another fucking comedy venue. It needs a parking structure. <laughs> <laughs> and they closed a the whole oh, parking fuck. structure for so so it's a nightmare. You got to go and fly, and it's hard to get people in. You have to it's hustle like, for your own show. You really have to hustle, and and and
0: it's, hu- it's 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 boot camp.
2: And usually, like I didn't have to pay, but are we using his?
0: Yeah, we totally. Yeah, I don't care. Um, Giannis, Giannis Papas is uh, my ex y- that we're talking about. Yeah,
2: yeah, and and so um and he had to pay. Oh, he paid just like it was like ten thousand dollars or something like that to like rent this venue oh, yeah. and everything, and so so. I get there, and I'm like, I'm way into traveling. Um, and and so a
0: pro. You're a pro traveler. I'm a
2: pro traveler. I travel all o- over the place all the time. And I'm... <laughs> just
0: thinking about the story. And
2: I'm oh, going around. This is like before the festival. I got there like a few days ahead of time. I'm checking out the city and everything, and I'm having a lovely time. And so then Giannis... Uh, so we were, we were just flatmates. We had never met. Uh, we just got put together in this flat, um, and it was actually, it wasn't bad. And you had a nice flat. Yeah, it and You was. Were right under
0: Arthur's seat. You had a view of Arthur's yeah, seat from the yeah, back yeah. windows, which is a legendary place in, in Edinburgh.
2: And I, and like Giannis shows up, and I'm just like, hey man, you want me to show you around? I've been here for a few days. I could show you like where to get your phone card and stuff so you can make calls and how to do all that and get your phone unlocked on the cheap and All that. Had you met him before? No, I never met him before. (laughs) And I, and it just immediately he's just complaining just about everything. Like I'm trying to like show him around and show him a good time and be upbeat, and he's just like, "Oh, this sucks. What is it?" And and um, and I was like, "Oh, whatever. Okay, it's it's not for him. I get, I get it. Like he had to pay a bunch of money. Like I get that. I didn't have to." So it was like someone else just lost a bunch of money on me, right? Um, and and I'm doing my shows, and Giannis starts his shows, and um, and because I had backing, I had people hustling for me to, to get people in, and it was still like ten people in a yep. show or something like that. Giannis didn't have that, so he had like two people in a show if even. Yep. And and then he's like and so then he's really miserable. Then like every night I'm like talking him off the ledge. And now it's not like I'm fucking loving performing to 10 people. You're seeing the each, but you're like night.
0: you're you're you know you're it's a whole experience.
2: Yeah, yeah. I'm in I'm into the experience, but this is like becoming a little draining. Um and then oh, man. <laughs> And then just, like, talking him off the cliff each day. Yeah. And then... um, Had he
0: told you at this point that we were going through a breakup?
2: I think he told me that you guys were having some problems. Right. I know he said... I don't even remember what he said exactly. I just have a faint memory of, like, him talking about having some problems. That's all. But you were going to be coming and visiting. (laughs) Oh, shit. And then you're coming in to visit for, like, three days. And then like, <laughs> and then like the next day, you're there for a day, and then like the next day, I think he like joined me for lunch or something, which I thought was unusual. Like yeah, I was he going did, yeah, out, he I was remember. like such a grumpy guy and didn't like like going out and stuff anyway. Well, that was him
0: in life as well.
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I got that. <laughs> what sense. you
0: saw that was him in life, right? As
2: well. <laughs> um, and and he would definitely was like not just not excited to be there, even before he was like Devastated. having to do these devastating shows to one or two people and then on like day two he's like oh we just broke up today and now (laughs) she's here for like two more days and then you're just there for two more days
0: (laughs) we broke up like i just i just meanwhile my girlfriend (laughs)
2: april was there too and i mean our relationship was full of fights all the time yeah. and like especially when we were traveling and stuff there was oh yeah all this of course like fighting going on
0: yeah we had a you know i had to make well i didn't want to do that thing where it was like he was already miserable there and you know i hadn't been i was out of the apartment that we were living you know we were living with him his and his mom who you know? She was like eight years old, and she had dementia and Alzheimer's. So that situation was very difficult for the relationship. And I had been out of the apartment for like two, two or three months at that point, maybe two months, and just living on my friend's couch because it was just got to be too much. Right. And I, when I was there in Scotland, I was like, I can't leave here and not. I he needs to hear it to his face. Yeah. Because yeah. I don't want to text it to him. I don't want to call him. And. I just I can't it's not fair to him for me to just leave with him thinking shit's cool. Yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> And then on like <laughs> that
2: third day I gave you, I drove you down to the train drove station. to the train station
0: because then I went to London after that.
2: Yeah, yeah. And uh,
0: you're like, oh, so you guys broke. Did you know we broke up at that point?
2: Yeah, yeah. Because I found out on day two. You're uh, like, okay, cool. So. And then, uh, I was like, well, good luck with like, I mean, I didn't really know. I felt bad for both of you, but. I, it I was, was so also, nice of
0: you to drive he, me to the train station. He didn't.
2: Uh, my pleasure. Yeah. <laughs> but he didn't. Tell me, I don't think he told me you're going through a breakup ahead of time. Yeah. He said you guys were having problems. Yeah, and then when you came in, so I had already been talking him off of a cliff, and then you just and fly
0: <laughs> flying, I kick him off, kick the- him off the cliff. <laughs>
2: And then I just have to manage this person that I don't know. Was it horrible for like, after I left? Yeah, it was oh. bad. And then like, and the show's only got worse. And then he only got worse. And then he just left. He left. It was supposed to be thirty days, Yo, and he, he left. just left. And that, and I was like, oh, what the fuck! And that was like the same day I got my first bad review. I got some like good reviews, and yeah. then. But who cares? You don't pay attention to those. Yeah, well, you don't you read get, those. You, yes. Yeah, you get the bad you read the one. Bad like, yeah, yeah. And and I got my first bad review like the same day that Giannis left after just sucking all of my energy. I had nothing left for that myself. Was, that's
0: why I left because I had nothing left for myself.
2: Yeah, <laughs> you and, had you
0: experienced our relationship in two days. <laughs> He gave it to you uh, in a condensed, yeah, yeah, saturated, high, high potency fashion. Yeah, wow. our whole relationship.
2: That's amazing. Yeah, <laughs> That's we both so we funny. both got our
0: lives sucked out of us.
2: And you know, I I try to not pass judgment on anyone, but I was like, well, that bitch broke up. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was so I saw you yeah. a few months ago, and you're and you know what? I think I saw. And man, you're gonna seem insulted. Like a girl that was a comedian in Portland, like a couple of years ago. Like we caught eyes, and I didn't know if I. I was like, oh, was that the girl from Scotland? Because I didn't really yeah, remember. We, well, we didn't spend any time. No, together. That was the only no, time we it was met. like we saw him passing. I gave you, you a ride to the train the station. Tra- I don't think I even knew your name no, or anything. No, we
0: didn't spend any time together. And
2: then, and then, and so in Portland, I like I went up to this girl. And I was like, "Hey, did did we meet did in Scotland?" Did you up with
0: your boyfriend and left him with me so I had to fix it? <laughs> I
2: just said, "Did we meet in Scotland?" And I think this girl was a comic and I bet I could figure out who it was too, but I'm not I'm not totally sure and I don't trust my memory of this. But she just she just looks at me and she goes, "What do I look like some girl that you fucked?" And I'm like, you're "What? Like, the you don't fuck? No. No. What you're talking and about?" I'm like, "What the <laughs> No, you just so, look like someone else yeah. who I definitely did not have sex with and kind of think is a mean person. <laughs> and then... And then... Uh, uh, <laughs> sorry. I probably
0: just should have fucked her and then made the whole weekend a mess.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. That
0: was the only thing that could top that weekend.
2: And then I was... Re- I mean, and so I, I'm I'm happy that we've now met yeah. and uh, <laughs> I, I gave you another shot. I've actually done this before where there's like a couple people... That I've met in weird circumstances where I'm like, you know what? I don't, it's probably not fair the way that I think about them. I should listen to like them just talking like on a podcast or something like that.
0: Well, I mean, you know, people are listening, but.
2: You're not thinking about like comedians listening to your Mm -mm. thing. Because, you know, who would? Right. And and usually in the past, I wouldn't name names. I've like listened to that person trying to be like, you know, I I would like to like give them a chance and like that person. And there's been times where I'm like, oh, I fucking hate this person. (laughs) Like my instincts were correct. And my instincts were wrong on you. And I'm uh, I'm happy for our. You don't hate me. Can you say
0: it clearly that you don't hate
2: me? I do not hate you. And I I very much apologize for you having to burn your vagina completely off. (laughs) Um, I'm
0: glad you don't hate me. I'm glad that you're feeling better with your feet. It's coming along. I'm going to listen to your podcast because I'm into science stuff. Cool. And uh, tell people what it is again before we. It's say.
2: called Here We Are. And. Um, and iTunes it, and
0: Stitcher yeah. and
2: SoundCloud? Yeah, yeah. Um, and you can go to HereWeArePodcast.com or just Shane Moss, M A U S S dot com. Um, this today, I dropped an episode uh, a guy who might very well eradicate AIDS. He's like, what? maybe wow. going to get rid of AIDS. He has this AIDS vaccine that, that's like ready for human testing, just about. And. And, like, I didn't realize that until I was talking with him on the podcast. I'm like, wait a second. You're
0: like, dude, have you told anybody? (laughs) Are you going to get rid
2: of it? I'm like... (laughs) I, why are you talking to me right now? <laughs> You're
0: gonna get rid I, of AIDS? Uh, Did he come here to the garage?
2: No, You're no. like I'm gonna
0: give it back no, to you.
2: No, I, go to them. Like part of the uh, that's like part of the gimmick as I'm traveling around. Uh, like I, I wanted to separate it from any other like science-ish podcast. Yeah. Um, and so it's like me. Try everywhere I go, I travel around and find people in different areas, and I also make it like try to attach things to personal stories and stuff. I don't have AIDS, but in other episodes, <laughs> like breaking my feet, or you know, we, we've we've talked about um and um and and then on on uh th- also this week i'm releasing one about the neurology of of drug addiction but there's the That's topics are all over the place yeah i so. love that
0: and this is going to come out let's see what's the date today i don't even know what the hell today's the 7th so this is going to come out on the 13th or do you have any upcoming tour dates people can check you, you out? know
2: by this time i'll have these added i i just have it, just go to my website and check my schedule. But I do have two special shows coming out. I'm I'm uh trying to work out a new hour all about psychedelics, and <laughs> and so I found little indie venues that because I can't do that in clubs. Yeah, you have to. It's work all that these out. jokes that I'll do for like five or ten minutes in a club will be fine, but you can't just
0: you can't go on. You can't you just find the go fucking crazy. Cool quirky theaters. Yeah,
2: so I'm finding a little bit of those, and so I actually found a couple of uh small little like indie venues in Florida, in Gainesville, and in, in Orlando which Florida isn't the place that I was like Here's the best place I To start trying out You said out.
0: that I'm like yeah That, would, that sounds like But
2: these st- are like Cool indie venues And, yeah. and so I'm going to Try it out there And hopefully some more Dates coming soon But those are the Those are the ones That I care about And they're probably Like the cheapest way To see me too Because it'll be a fun Little indie venue On an off night yeah. and
0: So on your website They can find that. Yeah yeah Well this has been
2: so check fun So that out Yeah it's so been So we
0: wonderful. can say We're friends Yeah we're friends <laughs> I have AIDS Thank you <laughs> Now I, be Superman. Okay. Now I, need you. I really couldn't deal in the garage she was staying in. It looked like a flop house. It looked like something you'd see on the wire or Breaking Bad or Cops. And I, um, being the Virgo I am, I like things very clean. I just wanted to clean. And that's how I am when I go to people's houses or I watch movies. I always freak out if there's a mess. I like things in order because my brain is so chaotic. I need my external surroundings to be completely organized so that my brain, my brain's chaos doesn't feel so out of order. (laughs) But I just think it's so crazy that that is how Shane and I met. Um, And uh, it's just, it's something, it's not that I haven't, I don't like to talk about my relationships. I mean, I do like to keep some things to myself, but you know, that's never really come come up because I've been single for so long since that since the breakup. Um but breakups are messy and they're sloppy and I cared a lot about Giannis. I loved him and you know, we lived together. We lived with his mom who unfortunately had Alzheimer's, so that was an added stress to our relationship. We had three dogs. We both were p- pursuing our careers and sometimes Fozzie look at Fozzie's even trying to Really, guys? Is this what's happening? Fozzie Bear, hey, come here. Come here. Are you dying? Oh, wow, you've got a lot of energy now, huh? Come here. Oh, yeah? No, you're not going to die, but you're going to bark at the door like like you're five years old? This motherfucker... I swear, dogs just are so smart and... It's not even that they're smart. They just, they learn by reinforcement. So, of course, when he's hacking up a lung and has seizures, I'm holding him, I'm petting him, I'm caressing him. I think this motherfucker knows that he's going to get love, and he's starting to fake seizure on me. He just, like, seizes and, like, opens one eye and looks to see if I'm paying attention. I really think that's what he's doing, because now he's got all this energy. You going to cough on the microphone? Come on. Oh, no, you're not going to cough? I put him up to the microphone to see if he would hack up for you guys. I was talking about Giannis. Is that why you started barking? Because he was your, he was your fucking asshole to you? Is that why? <laughs> uh, but yeah, you know, the relationship was hard. Like most relationships, especially because we were both stand-up comics. And we were both working our asses off. And I started to get, you know, I got girl code when him and I were together. So that changed a lot. I don't think he was comfortable with that. And then he felt the need to go on podcasts and talk shit about me. I haven't listened to them, but I've heard from other comedians and um people that I know that he went on and talked crap about me, which is just I don't, you know, I don't get it, but I guess it comes from a place of insecurity and if that's what you need to do to get over relationships and whatever, you know. I I didn't talk shit about him to anybody because I just don't believe in that. So, I felt the need to be honest about it in this podcast because it was relevant to the interview. That I did with Shane. <laughs> Shane, I like to break my feet, Moss, and um, that's uh, that's just what happens sometimes. And and we went through that breakup, and we, you know, hopefully we both came out better people. I've been single because I just don't want to be in a relationship right now, and I'm just waiting for John Stamos to get healthy. Really, is what's happening. Um, Fozzy's hacking up a lung again. Really, Foz really stop trying to bulldoze my podcast right now um yeah that's just crazy i i just can't believe that that's how shane and i met hilarious um check him out look him up he's got his podcast as well um i have to look it up right now sorry shane i forgot what the hell the name of your podcast was and he used to date april macy who's a babe so you know just what, what are you gonna do shit doesn't always work out. You just have to figure out your 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 own problems and hopefully you you learn from them. Hopefully you don't repeat what you did in your last relationship in your new one. Okay? So that's that's all you can do. If you keep repeating the past, then you're a dick. That's what I think. You're just a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> And you know what the worst part is about being in relationships is the person after you gets the better version of, of the person you were dating. That's the one thing that just really is frustrating to know, or they don't. Either the person you're with improves and becomes a better person or they don't. So maybe... I'm wrong about that. But that's just one thing where you're just like, oh, this bitch is going to get the better for The one I was trying to get from him, she's going to get. Um, his podcast is called Here We Are. And it's nerdy stuff. He talks about science and all sorts of things. So if you're into like nerdy, fun stuff, please look that up. And he's got his um, album, My Big Break, uh, that's on iTunes and stuff. So check him out. Um, I also am... Uh, a brand ambassador for a cool website that supports independent handbag designers, handbagdesigners101.com. Um, I have teamed up with them and I am promoting bags that I like. Uh, I think it's great to, to support independent designers and independent business owners and I pick a few bags that I like, and there's a, a page. If you go to Jesse May's picks, you can see the bags. Each bag, one, I think we're gonna do one a month. You can see the one that I like. See if you like it. Tweet it, retweet it. Don't like it, whatever you want to do. But I'm really excited about this, to have like a cute little fashion input in the fashion world. Uh, even though I'm not a huge fashionista, I do love bags, and most of the bags I have are vintage for my mom and my grandma, and they are uh i think cooler than any other bag i could ever find i'm not much into like name brand stuff so that's why this website is even more cool because it's young designers um nobody else will have these bags so handbag designers 101.com please check that out i'm also going to be doing giveaways on my podcast from different companies that i have befriended over the years um Urban Smith is one of them. She makes really great jewelry out of San Francisco. Um, I also have uh, Everland clothing, one-man band clothing from Etsy shop, um, Mulco watches. A lot of you have asked about that big watch that I wear all the time. That's from Mulco uh, out of Miami. So I'm excited that I'll be doing giveaways, and we're going to start to do that probably at the end of the month. I'll do that once a month. I'll make you guys do a caption or something on my Facebook page. We'll do some fun, interactive shit. You guys have to make me laugh for once and I'll pick who I think is the dopest funniest and I'll announce the winner on the podcast. So look forward to that shit. Um, I'm, I mentioned that I'll be at Colossa casino, (laughs) Colusa, Jesse Mae Paluso casino, Colusa casino in Colusa, California this Friday check that shit out um am i missing anything movies we're still gonna be doing movies uh, i have to figure out what one i'm gonna watch what i'm gonna how i'm gonna do that because the, the logistics of it is very difficult maybe you guys should just come over my house um i might just start a movie blog because i love them so much but um i watched x machina mac machina that was actually pretty good. I don't know if anyone's seen that. Uh, that's a pretty good one. I also watched The Longest Ride. <laughs> I get lonely on the road, motherfuckers. You got to do whatever you got to do to just pass a time with, with Clint Eastwood's son. What's his name? Scott Eastwood. I don't even know his first name. He is delicious. Holy, get off my lawn. I, I want to go to Clint Eastwood's son and be like, get on my lawn. Isn't that what Clint Eastwood said in in uh in that what was that fucking movie with the car? Grand Torino, get off my lawn! I'm gonna go to his son and be like, "Hey, Scott Eastwood, come on my lawn." So hot. Movie was like you know whatever, typical romantical stuff. Not bad. I, yeah, I got a little teary eyed, but I probably had something in my eye. No, it was okay. It wasn't the worst movie I've seen. Uh, I also saw Trainwreck, which I loved. I was very pleasantly surprised. Not even surprised because I think Amy Schumer is talented and she's funny. I think it's so great that she embarked on this journey and and wrote and starred in a movie. I think that's amazing. I love the little cameos from her friends. She pulled Adam Sandler and put a lot of her comedian friends in there, which I think is dope. Uh, it It was fun. If anyone hasn't seen that movie, I... I uh, suggest you check it out. My friend Pete Davidson was in there. I seen you, Pete. He had a little cameo. Nikki Glaser had a cameo. Bridget Everett did. Um, David Tell played a homeless dude. <laughs> I don't want to give it all away, but it's 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 good. Definitely worth seeing in the, in the theater, so congrats to Amy Schumer on that shit. I thought that was dope. Um, I can't wait for Sinister 2 to come out. There are a couple other horror movies. You know... Th- summer like there weren't many good horror movies i'm dying for that next one uh i watched deliver us from evil with eric banna and i just couldn't stop thinking about dry humping him the whole time so i didn't really get into the whole thing of it it was alright it was alright but um eric banna yo if you're single holler at your girl um i'll take you for a couple rides around the block while we're waiting for stamos to clear out his system Fuller House is in effect. That's exciting. Uh, It looks like it's really going to go down. Um, I'm also anticipating the X-Files reboot. You know, they're filming in Vancouver. I'm very excited about that. Go on with your bad self, David Duchovny, um, who also has a record out, Hell or High Water. Check that shit out. And he also has a book out, Holy Cow, and Aquarius on NBC, and he's taping... X-Files, that motherfucker is working. He is working. And he's a dad. Hello. How are you doing? Take me out to brunch, you sexy motherfucker. Um, okay, so I'm going to do some questions for you guys because I like to stay in touch with y'all. Um, I'm all over the social medias. I'm on Instagram. I'm on Twitter. Those are just my names, Jesse May Peluso. I'm on Snapchat as well. That's just my name. I'm on Periscope now. Um, I'm all up in your ear on this podcast. It's available on iTunes and Stitcher. So you guys, if you can't find me, you're fucking blind, deaf, and dumb. Okay. Um, questions, questions. Ross Greer asks, do you ever get lonely on the road? Because I will be at your next show. Oh, you're so sweet, Ross. Yes, I do. Didn't you just hear me when I said that I watched The Longest Ride? (laughs) Actually rented it twice because... Um, they only do 24 hour rentals and I didn't finish it the first night at the hotel, so I had to rent it twice, embarrassingly so. Yeah, it gets lonely on the road, especially being a chick, you know, I'm not really going to go out to a bar and just hang out at a bar alone, uh, you know, that's kind of dangerous and it's just not what I want to do, so sometimes I'm lucky if I can bring Marcella Arguello with me, who opens for me sometimes, and my assistant Liz Perez, sometimes she's come to gigs, but for the most part, it's lonely. And that's why I travel with Fozzie Bear. I wish I could travel with Carlin, but he's too big and his farts would probably fumigate the plane and we would go down because of loss of cabin pressure. Um, Michelle Lamas (laughs) asks, are you secretly dating Adam Ray? No, Adam Ray and I are not dating. He's a comedian who I had on the podcast. We're very close. He is one of my closest friends and I love him dearly. Um maybe in the future we we'll, we I always call him my future ex-husband or my future husband because we are just very compatible. But it's hard dating somebody who does what you do, especially in this career. Sherry Christie asks, "Does creepy men coming on to you account for at least half of the questions?" Yes. <laughs> yes, a lot of creepy dudes. Uh Robert Jackson asks, "How do you enjoy the Colosseum in Rome?" I love the Colosseum in Rome. It was interesting to learn the logistics of how they made that work in the ancient time that um, the, the Colosseum was open. You know, we take for granted how everything works today. History is everything. And actually, it, the, the way the Colosseum was built and how they have all the entrances and, the, and how people had the number of the entrance on their ticket, it, that is the reason for the way all stadiums are in Coliseums are built everywhere. That, that was the, the, um, archetype for, um, stadiums everywhere. So that's kind of interesting. And it was also interesting to learn that they didn't always fight to the death and not all the games were barbaric. Most of them were, um, and the seating was done on a, like a cast system on a hierarchy. So it was based on your, your, um, place in society. If you were a plebeian or royalty or, you know, somebody in court that had a high place in court, that all accounted for where you were placed in the Colosseum. Pretty dope shit. Um, but it was really kind of annoying to see that there was graffiti and people who had etched their names into the side of the Colosseum. What the fuck is wrong with people? Come on, Really? I, do it, d- Even doing it on a tree is a, is annoying, but not something like the Coliseum. Nobody cares, Tony 95. You're not even saying anything important enough to etch into the side of this historical figure. Tattoo it on your wrist like the rest of uh, people do. <laughs> um, Kelly Ammons asks, what was the first designer pair of shoes you bought? and bag. I don't own any designer shoes, um, because I don't, I'm not sure if they're going to be comfortable enough and I don't feel, I don't feel right about paying that much money for those types of shoes. So I buy my shoes from forever 21. I buy my shoes from H and M. I buy my shoes from other places that probably have a horrible, not probably definitely have horrible child labor conditions. And I wish that wasn't the case. So I'm going to have to figure that out. I might have to start making my own clothes. Um, but I do own some Louis bags, Louis Vuitton. I have a Louis Vuitton travel bag and a Louis purse and a Louis wallet. And that's about it. Those, you know, I don't really don't, I'm not much into labels. Labels don't do anything for me. I'd rather spend my money on trips and food and and um, cheese. Um, Let's see what else we have here. McCarthy Sean. I'm assuming that that name is switched. Sean McCarthy. Hi, Jess. I just want to know who... Guy thinks he is with his whole family. Sad face, wink face, big eye face. Where did this family come from? I'm I'm not sure what you're saying, McCarthy, Sean. So I'm going to move on. I'm going to read that afterwards, but I think you just stroked out on your keyboard. John Andrew Ortiz asks, what do you love about being a stand-up? Or when did you know comedy was a thing that you wanted to do? What I love about being a stand-up is I get to... Be my own boss, make my own schedule, um, and I and I get to connect with strangers. Uh, I think it's it's an interesting career. It's a di- very difficult career, but it's very rewarding. It's instantly rewarding and it's super challenging. I like a challenge, um, and, and I, I work very hard. So I think stand up comedy is an interesting thing for somebody who likes a challenge because it is not easy, and you have to fail in front of a lot of people. So that's I that's what I love and hate about it. William Vose asks, any thoughts on astrology and psychics, believer, non-believer? I, you know, I'm not a religious person. I said this on my on my podcast last week when I talked about the Vatican and walking through the Vatican and having to exit through a fucking gift shop and how I think that's full of hypocrisy and just ridiculousness. And, and I can't even, I'll go on a whole tangent about that, but I love astrology and I, I believe that we evolved, but I also think that there is something beautiful about this whole cosmic thing. And I think the universe is God. I think nature is God. And, and that's, those are my beliefs. I believe that, you know, we are from the universe and the universe is our God. So I can go on a whole tangent if I, if I, you know, eat one of my edibles. Maybe I'll do that next week and I'll talk about the universe for you, William Vos. I think I've got a hair in my throat. Uh, I wonder what kind of hair it is. Just kidding. Single. Nobody's been in my bed for so long. Does anyone want to come over? Um, okay guys. So I answered most of your questions. I'll answer one more. Alberto Tomolini. Oh, how are you? Are you, oh my God, Alberto, you're kind of cute. I think you asked me a question last week. Your profile picture is a little disturbing. Um, it, it looks like, a still from a Shadé music video, <laughs> but you asked me if I will marry you. Um, I don't believe in marriage, unfortunately. So that's going to be a problem for us. Um, and I want to be polyandrous. So I hope you don't mind that. Uh, I have a very progressive viewpoint on a lot of things. So, And if you don't know what polyandrous means, Google it, motherfucker. Um, You guys have been a lot of fun. You know what? You haven't been. I've been the fun. You guys are just here listening, probably driving or on your lunch break or at work or whatever you're doing. I hope that this podcast was entertaining for you. And if it wasn't, then suck my dick. Suck my dick because I do this for you, all for you all for you. Watch me whip, whip, watch me nay, nay. Um, And I just, I can't wait for us to talk again next week.
2: Uh, You've been away for a while. Right, you ever like, get your heart broke like men here? You ever had your heart broke like men don't get their Women get their heart broke, they cry. Men don't do that shit. Men hold that shit in like it don't hurt. Walk around and get hit by trucks. Said, didn't he see that truck? He said, motherfucker, he wouldn't have seen a 747. Because his heart was broken. <laughs> right? I mean, there's a feeling getting your motherfucking heart broke. It's like, I don't know, it's like, men cannot graduate till a woman breaks your fucking heart. That is your diploma. It either kill you or make you fat. I'm talking about that heartache where your motherfucking heart be, ooh! hurting and shit, and you, be, you can't even listen to music. Shit remind, like Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. It reminds me of my lady. <laughs> she got a nose just
1: like Rudolph, it just...